0: This is a download from BFM eighty nine point nine, the business station
1: It is exactly five oh eight and you're listening to the evening edition with Lynn it's time now for Popit Popit Parliament where we bring you updates from the day one route yet. So uh today's Parliament session actually started with the hall, observing a moment of silence for the late former Slango Mantri Tan Sri Abdul Khalid Ibrahim, who passed away on Sunday night. He had actually served as Slango's Mantri Bursa from two thousand eight until September twenty fourteen. We're also going to be paying tribute to him as well later on in tonight's show. Moving on, though, to the Q&A session, uh, we start with a question from Jhempul MP, Datuk Sri Muhammad Salim Sharif, who directed his question to the Ministry of Women, Family and Community Development, asking whether they had plans to review the rate of financial assistance by the Social Welfare Department to existing recipients to be more in line with the current cost of living. So, in her response, Deputy Minister of Women, Family and Community Development, Datuk Siti Zaila Muhammad Yusuf, said that the Ministry has prepared financial welfare assistance to reduce the burden of target groups But she added that this isn't permanent and it's actually meant to help until the recipient is able to overcome their current situation and be financially independent. Tahun yang dipertua
0: Kementerian Pembangunan Wanita Keluarga dan Masyarakat melalui Jabatan Kebajikan Masyarakat menyediakan bantuan kebajikan berbentuk keuangan bagi meringankan beban kumpulan sasar bersifat sementara sehingga kumpulan sasar ini mampu untuk keluar daripada putaran kemiskinan ke arah hidup berdikari bantuan kebajikan yang diberikan bukan untuk menampung kos cara hidup sepenuhnya sebaliknya ia bertujuan untuk membantu kelangsungan hidup. Pelan sasa yang layak dan memerlukan. Pada tahun 2021, kerajaan telah mengkaji semula kadar bantuan kewangan JKM dan meluluskan kenaikan kadar bagi lima skim utama iaitu bantuan kanak-kanak, bantuan penjagaan OKU pesakit kronik terlantar, bantuan OKU tidak berupaya bekerja dan allow pekerja cacat dan juga bantuan warga emas.
1: That was Deputy Minister of Women, Family and Community Development, Datuk City Zaila Mohamad Yusuf, talking about financial welfare assistance and the increased rate for five main aid schemes. Uh, let us know, do you think that the existing financial assistance from the government is enough? And are there specific areas or groups of people, maybe, that you would like to see welfare aid channeled towards? You can call 7733-2900. WhatsApp 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio. Next, um what I would say is probably the the meatiest part of uh, our segment today because it concerns education. And this is a question from Sekijang MP Natra Ismail, who asked the Senior Minister of Education to state the long-term impact of abolishing the UPSR and PT3 exams in schools and how students' academic achievements will be assessed moving forward, especially for admission into boarding schools and higher education. Now, this resulted in a lengthy explanation from education minister Datuk Dr Muhammad Radzi Muhammad Jidin. He basically said In the national system, students are assessed through the school-based assessment, or PBS, and through central exams. So following the the abolishment of the UPSI and PT3, the MOE has focused on empowering PBS by assessment of students through classrooms, physical, sports, and co-curricular activities, along with psychometric assessments. And in classroom-based assessments, the teachers will monitor students' progress, including in their basic skills like reading, writing, and counting. Now using this, teachers will plan and modify education methods as necessary to help students and here he is explaining why this is important.
2: Penambahbaikan kepada ujian akhir sesi akademik ini adalah bagi membolehkan guru dan ibu bapa bersama-sama membantu membangunkan potensi murid bermula daripada peringkat sekolah rendah. Dalam mencapai hasrat ini, pelaporan ujian akhir sesi akademik akan digunakan untuk membolehkan intervensi awal dilakukan bagi mengoptimumkan potensi murid. Laporan ini bukan untuk tujuan perbandingan pencapaian antara murid atau sekolah. Untuk malam-malam yang berhormat, kejayaan dan kemenjadian murid haruslah dilihat secara holistik dan bukan semata-mata berdasarkan prestasi dalam bidang akademik sahaja. Justru, pentaksiran melalui PAJSK dan PPSI juga diperkukuh bagi menilai perkembangan murid dalam aspek sukan ko-kurikulum, nilai murni, minat dan kecenderungan serta pembentukan sahsia KPM juga akan menambah baik dan memantapkan kaedah pelaporan PBD melalui kaedah ini pencapaian murid dilaporkan secara menyeluruh sebanyak 2 kali setahun iaitu pada pertengahan sesi akademik dan akhir sesi akademik dengan menggunakan deskriptor tahap penguasaan yang lebih komprehensif dan jelas pelaporan ini juga menilai tahap usaha murid dalam pembelajaran di samping itu guru kelas and guru mata pelajaran akan memberi ulasan dan cadangan intervensi bagi mengoptimumkan potensi setiap murid.
1: The Sekijang MP then followed up by saying that since the abolishment of the UPSI and PT3 exams were done fairly recently, the PBS and classroom-based assessments appeared as if it was done kind of hastily as a replacement without consulting teachers or parents and once again she asked if the ministry had taken into account the impact of this move. Here's the minister's response.
2: Pertama sekali ingin saya jelaskan seperti mana saya jelaskan tadi ya PBS ini bukan sesuatu perkara yang baru Untuk sekolah rendah PBS mula dilaksanakan pada tahun 2011 Dan untuk sekolah menengah mula dilaksanakan pada tahun 2012 Bermakna PBS konsep ini telah uh, ditanam di peringkat sekolah ini lebih 10 tahun Jadi untuk kita, kita tiba-tiba buat seolah-olah ini satu benda baru adalah a, tidak tepat ya, kerana perkara ini telah memang ada di sekolah. Cuma setelah kita membuat sesi libat urus sebagai contoh, ya, sesi libat urus yang kita laksanakan dalam kita menetapkan keputusan ini melibatkan pelbagai pihak dan dalam konteks ini kita dapati dalam setiap keputusan yang nak buat ni mesti ada kekangan, akan ada kekangan kita sama ada kita nak tunggu until situation dengan izin menjadi perfect baru kita nak laksanakan which is we don't know when dalam dunia pada hari ini seluruh negara cuba mengurangkan seluruh dunia cuba mengurangkan tumpuan kepada peperiksaan bagi melahirkan generasi yang lebih kreatif generasi yang lebih berpikiran uh, secara uh, terbuka melihat pelbagai perkara dalam pelbagai sudut maka kita perlu lihat bila kita bercakap tentang pendidikan, pendidikan always a long game kita perlu mengambil keputusan bagi memastikan kita laksanakannya dalam keadaan kita sediakan sistem bersama-sama bagi membolehkan pelaksanaannya dapat dilaksanakan dengan lancar dan teratur.
1: There was Education Minister Datuk Dr. Mohamad Radzi Mohamad Jidin clarifying that the school-based assessment isn't even a new concept in our schools, but has been in place since 2011. So, passe Mas MP Ahmad Fadli Shari then asked about a statement from two years ago that only 19% of Form 4 students continued their studies in the science stream, leading to the science stream quota in universities being unfulfilled. He then also wanted to know about the ministry's strategy to encourage interest in the science field among students. The minister responded that with the... Uh, um, doing away of these examinations he's hoping for there to be a natural exposure to science that will fa- foster an interest in the
2: subject stem dan jika kita biarkan perkara ini berlaku sedang dunia bersaing pada sains dan teknologi dan minat dalam kalangan murid kita berkurangan, maka kita akan terkebelakang dalam konteks pembangunan, khususnya bila bersaing dalam konteks inovasi dan teknologi. Sebab itu apabila kita lihat tentang pemasuhan UPSR dan PT3 ini, kita mahu bahawa murid daripada peringkat sekolah rendah lagi didedahkan dengan minat kepada sains secara lebih natural, secara lebih semula jadi supaya datang minat itu dengan rasa bahawa mereka ingin membuat satu eksplorasi yang lebih mendalam bagi membolehkan apabila dia naik ke peringkat sekolah menengah dia tak takut dengan subjek sains apa yang berlaku, ramai murid yang merasakan bahawa sains ini subjek yang sukar maka mereka memilih untuk tidak mengikuti program sains di peringkat sekolah menengah sebab itu Antara pendekatan kita, kita masukkan, kita kukuhkan minat dalam mata pelajaran STEM ini daripada peringkat sekolah rendah lagi supaya mereka meningkat ke sekolah menengah dapat membawa minat itu dalam mata pelajaran sains berikutnya.
1: That was Education Minister Datuk Dr Muhammad Razi Muhammad Jidin. So let us know, uh, what do you think about this new approach to our education system, particularly the doing away of both UPSR and PT3, especially hearing uh, the Minister explain the rationale further? Do you think that we're doing enough to encourage our students to take a natural interest in STEM subjects? You can call us double seven double three two nine hundred WhatsApp 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio. Moving on, Sibuti MP Lukanisman Awang Sao asked about the status of the monthly assistance of free basic personal hygiene kits to be 40 teenagers as tabled in Budget 2022 and whether this has also reached people in rural and remote areas as well as Orang Asli communities. So, um, for this, the Deputy Minister of Women, Family and Community Development, Datuk Siti Zaila Mohamad Yusuf, returned to the mic and answered that the Kitsari programme launched by the Ministry, has reached 130,000 teenagers in rural and remote areas and also covered Orang Asli students through 1,124 select schools with the assistance of the MOE. The Kitsuri program, of course, is one that gives basic female hygiene kits to teenagers. She also said the sanitary pads will be supplied for a period of 12 months in phases through the District Education Department, and that reusable sanitary pads were given to 3,000 teenagers in rural areas, including 800 orang asli teenagers. Kwantan MP Fuzia Saleh then followed up with a question about why the total receivers of recycled pads are low when it's more cost-effective and could also lend work opportunities to the B40 communities. This was the Deputy Minister's response
0: kita sebagaimana saya sebut tadi kajian sedang berjalan untuk kita melihat uh, hasil program ataupun apa-apa isu yang berkaitan dengan isu ini supaya kita boleh tambah baik di masa akan datang di setakat ini tuala wanita pakai buang ini kita gunakan untuk pelajar-pelajar di sekolah dan manakala tuala guna semula ini kita uh, utamakan kepada kawasan-kawasan pendalaman sebab mereka susah untuk mendapat akses jauh daripada uh, uh, daripada uh, kedai ataupun tempat-tempat yang boleh membekalkan mereka dengan mudah. Jadi kita menggunakan tuala wanita guna semula dan saya setuju sebagai pandangan yang berhormat tadi untuk kita melihat jauh ke depan tentang penggunaan tuala wanita guna semula. Jadi kajian sedang dibuat dan insya Allah sekiranya ada peruntukan untuk akan datang, kita akan tambah baik lagi dari sudut pemberian kit sri ini kepada golongan remaja di seluruh negara yang memerlukan.
1: That was Deputy Minister of Women, Family and Community Development, Datuk City Zaila Mohamed Yusof. Uh, let us know what further initiatives would you like to see the government take to help when it comes to something like period poverty. Uh, you can call double seven double three two nine hundred WhatsApp 018 8899 tweet us at BFM Radio. And you can also uh, weigh in on any of the other topics we covered today, including financial assistance given by the Social Welfare Department and whether it's in line with the current cost of living, the impact of doing away with the UPSR and PT3 examinations and um, whether we're doing enough to encourage our students to take up a natural interest in STEM subjects. And lastly, of course, what we just discussed, period poverty. And that is it for today's Popit Popit Parliament. Send in your thoughts and keep it here on BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast.
2: To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my, BFM 89.9, The Business Station.